Over the course of my career, I've looked at hundreds, if not thousands of progress photos at this point. And there's a lot I've learned along the way on how to take them and also how to review them too. There's an argument of whether people should or shouldn't take progress photos. And if I'm completely honest, I think that we should be. I think they can be really helpful, especially if our goal is aesthetic based. The scales can be sporadic and it can be hard at times to observe the changes within ourselves by looking in the mirror. And these photos provide an objective way at looking at progress. So what I wanna do today is go through a few considerations of how to take them first and foremost, and then what to look out for when you are reviewing them. So the first one that comes to mind is always, or as much as you can, take your photos with the same lighting and angle. This is part of the reason why on the application form that we send out at EHC, we say no selfies in the initial one, especially because of realistically, it's gonna be hard to match that same angle and lighting every single time. And not to mention how impossible it is to take a back selfie as well. It's really important that we do this because what we want is we want continuity and consistency within our photos because we don't want any variables impacting the difference because if lighting can make a huge difference. If you've ever been to a gym where they've thought things out a little bit, you'll go into the changing rooms and they'll have a lot of down lighting that will create some nice shadows which will make your abs look a little bit better than they potentially are and angles matter too. You can look to the left, you can look to the right, you can tense a little bit and you'll see the difference it will make in the way that your midsection or your body in general appears. So what we want to do is we want to keep things super similar so we can gauge progress for what it is and not be mistaken by the lighting or the angle. And the opposite is true too. You can look a lot worse than you think that you do because of bad lighting and bad angles. So your best bet is to keep things as consistent as possible. And a quick note for those who are living alone and they're thinking, how am I possibly going to take a photo without doing it selfie style? So here's a great tip for you. Find a cabinet, a chest of drawers, a table that's kind of midline to your body. If it's a pointing a little bit upwards or a little bit downwards, not the end of the world, but ideally it's going to be in line with the rest of your body. And then what you wanna do is put a bottle or a candle or something behind it and stack your phone up against it and put selfie mode on. Take a couple of steps back, see what you can see within your phone reflection and then hit record. You're not taking a photo, you're hitting record. Stand straight, stand to the side, turn to the back and then stop that recording and then you can go back and you can screenshot that video with the front, with the side, with the back. And that's gonna be far better than you taking selfies because you're gonna have a much more consistent angle and you're also going to know that you can put your phone in that same position every single time because it's the same table and it's the same angle that you're going to be doing it at. So that's a really good tip for those who live alone. So another few considerations that come to mind is that if you're male, you'll probably want to stay shaved or keep the same amount of body hair that you generally do. Body hair can be very deceptive. It's very similar to angles and lighting. Body hair can actually make us look a little bit leaner, funnily enough. I know that some people say when they shave, they look leaner. I don't. I actually personally think that hair can create the darkness within some of the lines that we have and actually make us look a little bit leaner than we are. So that's not a bad thing if you're gonna keep that same amount of body hair. But if you are the hairiest guy in the world and then you shave five or six weeks later when you thought your physique improved, you might think, oh, I look actually even worse than the last set of photos that I took. So just try and keep the body hair similar for if you're a male. And if you're a female, I would say a similar sports bra each time is gonna be helpful. And also include your lower body people. Include your lower body if you can. I know that most of us are only 
only interested in what's going on from the waist upwards. However, it's really good to have the lower body included because if, if your hips, if your glutes, if your thighs change shape, we want to be able to see that and monitor that, especially if we're not seeing too many changes in our upper body. We might be getting a lot leaner on our lower half, but we don't have the photos to take that. So keep a similar amount of body hair, males and females. Do your best to wear the same bra or sports bra and leggings or shorts, whatever you're most comfortable with. And the final couple of things we want to be thinking about when we take the photos is to do it fasted. I think that's a wise move as you're not going to have any bloat to contend with. And I would also say the same time of day. Generally, first thing in the morning is going to be a good way to go because of that should be before your first meal. So on to how to review them now. The first thing I feel like I need to say here is that I would leave at least four to six weeks between assessing your progress photos. A lot of people will look at their first week and then their second week and be like, I can't see anything yet. I'm like, it's very early days here. Four to six weeks gives a really good amount of time to see some tangible and visual changes. Sometimes you might see some good scale drops in the first two to three weeks, but you don't actually see as much visually. But by the time you get to that four to six week frame, you will 100% see progress as long as you're actually making progress. So I think that's a big one. And what I like to keep an eye on when I look at my own clients' progress photos is I keep an eye on the gaps between their arms and legs because a lot of people have a similar posture and a similar position in which they hold their arms and it's a similar position to the way they stand. And you start to see, okay, there's more gaps between these now. I'm not directly looking at their stomach, for example, because of what you might even find is that there will be a lot of people who don't take this first thing in the morning or they might just wake up feeling bloated. So the stomach isn't always the most accurate thing to look at or most helpful thing to look at. I actually look more at the back because the back can't generally be bloated, right? It can be maybe a little bit inflamed, I guess, but it can't really be bloated. So I always look at that. I look at some of the lines, some of the density of the body fat that they've had before. I'm taking a very analytical view. I personally wouldn't do this if it was your own physique. I would just try to compare the two, just see the differences in size and shape and then park it. And that's my final thing to say here is that don't spend too much time obsessing over them. I ultimately, the most important thing is how you feel within your own body. So if you're feeling good within your physique, if you're feeling good within your clothes, if you're just feeling healthier and better, that's the most important thing. And it's very easy to get too fixated on them. So what I would advise you to do if you've got someone that you can trust or you're working with a coach is leave the analyzing to them. Like I do take a very analytical view. I really do dive in and just try to see the differences between people because I like to see that progress. But I don't think we should be doing that to our own progress photos. I wouldn't personally wouldn't do it to mine. I would give it to my coach and be like, here are my progress. Are you happy? Yes, no. And if the case is yes, then amazing. If not, then we need to work a little bit harder, right? And that's what it comes down to. So that is what I would consider on a how to take progress photos and what to consider when you're reviewing them. So hopefully that was helpful team. If you are taking progress photos, I do think that they can be helpful, but remember they are not the be all and end all. Take care team. And I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.